Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Homegrown Remix Podcast. And it is post-winter retreat. We'll have more stories on that later. But we wanted to kick it off by introducing ourselves. My name is Brayden Van Dyke. I am a Crossroads uh, coach volunteer. Oh, um, I am Grace. I am a ninth grader at Reading Community Schools. I'm Jesse Cabrera, and I go to Reading Community Schools. I'm Hazel Craig, and I go to Quincy Schools. I'm Tayton Harris, and I am homeschooled, and I'm in 11th grade. So solid. So who was the legendary figure that we focused on today? Solomon. Solomon. And so God approaches Solomon and says, you can have like basically anything you wish for, right? Um, so we did a little bit of, a, of an exercise before. What did you guys wish for if you had one wish? A perfect life. Okay, well, what would a perfect life look like? What would that wish be? I guess everything to just go the way I want it to. Ah, so your version of a perfect life. Solid. I wished I could race in NASCAR. Okay, why? I love racing. I wished that I had a perfect life as well. What does your version of a perfect life look like? Nothing goes wrong, and I do the right thing every time. Um, I wished for that I had a successful future. What does a successful future look like? Like, I had my dream job, and like I achieved where I wanted to go to school. All right, so those seems like some pretty awesome wishes. Um, what did Solomon wish for? Wisdom. So where in the pecking order is wisdom for you? Like, is it in the top 10? Is it in the top 100? Where are we at? Like our desires? Like, if you, if, again, if you had, like, a wish list, where does wisdom fall? That's definitely my top wi- wish. Yeah? Yes. So you follow Solomon's suit there. Yeah. Because you just asked, you just wished for a perfect life. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think wisdom is a unique kind of wish, but like the cool thing was like God gave him that wish and all the other things too, which ultimately kind of led to his downfall later in life, right? So that's kind of something we got to think about as well. So on the topic of wisdom, do you guys know a wise person who always seems to know the perfect thing to say? Who is it? Or maybe is it you? Either my dad or this teacher at school. I know, like, I can go to and talk, and they always have the perfect. They always have the perfect thing to say when I need it. I think my mentor Tim. He guides me through a lot whenever I need it, and he knows what to say at the right times. Um, probably my crossroads leader. Uh, I think she became wise because of like talking to God all the time and mm-hmm. being a part of Crossroads. Uh, Jake, he likes to help us through stuff. You just like talk about it and he'll help you through it. Super solid responses. If you guys could define what wisdom is, what do you guys think it is? Being able to help people with major decisions in a way that you've been helped with by other people. 
Okay, so kind of like pulling from your experience. Yes. Cool. Any other definitions? I guess just knowing like what to say or what to do in a certain situation, even if you haven't gone through it. Hmm. So, so whereas Jesse was talking about hindsight, you're talking about foresight. Nice. I like that. Uh, kind of like using your life, like not wasting it mm-hmm. and using it for God instead of your purpose, like like your own desires. Mm. Um, I would say probably not being like too prideful of um, knowing like everything, but knowing like a good deal of things and how to deal with it. Those are some good definitions. All right, think back about those wise people you just mentioned, Tim, Jake, Nancy, your dad. Why do you think they became so wise? Or how do you think they did? So some of it might be experience. All of them are probably older than you, right? But that's not the only thing because sometimes we have friends who are really wise too. I liked what Gracie was saying before she just she said uh, her carousel leader spend a, a lot of time talking to God. So I think that definitely helps. I think they became so wise because they have been guided in the right direction. And not just from experience, but they're able to, even if they haven't experienced, they would know what to do in mm-hmm. certain situations because of that. So maybe like a little bit of an intuition. Is it possible some people are wise because they had a mentor that was wise and it's just kind of like a trickle-down ripple effect? Yeah. Someday someone's going to say, wow, I think Tayton, Hazel, Jesse, and Gracie are really wise. Here's to hoping anyway. All right, next question. Have you ever thought a decision you made was a really good one, but then it ends up coming back to bite you? Tell us that story. I once had uh, an iPhone, I think it might have been my first one, and I was like, oh, I can waterproof it by throwing it inside of a sandwich Ziploc bag and taking it into the pool with me. Um, the Ziploc bag didn't end up working and the phone was ruined, so nothing rice can't save, but that was a unfortunate good decision that came back to bite me. There was this one summer where we put our hose on the sled um, going down our hill to make like a water slide and I and I it was my idea to put the hose on the water slide but and we had this little metal like piece for like the connector spray nozzle to go on and as I went down I cut my leg on that metal piece um, I can oh, I always think back to one when I look at my little pi- like pictures of me as a baby and it was definitely my decision to get bangs <laughs> um, I would like look back at pictures and I would like think like, oh yeah, I look so cute with them. But now I was like, I did not look cute with them. And it was a very bad decision to get in the future. <laughs> I think going to Hiawatha was a good decision that came back to bite me because it was a great decision. Mm-hmm. It was, but it made me uh, get a lot of realizations about myself that I needed to work on. And I'm still working on them, but I know that it was still a great decision, but I'm still working through those. 
Is there an area or a situation in your life which you need wisdom for right now? Be it relational, financial, future. What might that area be? Uh, probably future. Just need to figure out what I got to do with my life, really. Mm-hmm. I think I want wisdom and need wisdom for others, like in myself towards others, because I think I can help people in certain ways. And I think getting wisdom like that and helping people is what I'm meant to do. But I don't know how to do it yet, but I hope I can learn how to. I have this friendship at school that I know is not the best for me, and I just need help trying to get out of it without, like, upsetting Mm -hmm. them. I was probably thinking about relationship wisdom because, um, I mean, everyone always has those friendships or just, like, regular relationships where they struggle with and they don't really know if it's a good idea to get get out of them or not. But um, definitely like a relationship wisdom because like I would definitely need help getting um, getting out of like a bad relationship that I could be in or could soon to be in and like be stuck in it. That's really good. So I guess where we will kind of end tonight is the truth tonight is actually that God is enough. So given that the truth that we want you to take away from tonight's talk is God is enough. Why do we talk about Solomon? I think we talked about Solomon because Solomon realized that the only thing that matters was God, and mm-hmm. that was the only thing he needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how did the rest of the story go? God gave him wisdom and riches and women and success in foreign policy. What happened after that? He did a bad decision. Yeah, so he got all this fame, and then what did, What happened after that? He just did whatever his heart desired to do, mm-hmm. never anything that God wanted him to. I loved when Doug said that when God gives us gifts, he often asks for them back. That's like, oof, right? That's a gut punch. Like, oh, whatever that thing is you're wishing for, Uh, that job, that award, that A on a test, that boyfriend, that girlfriend. And then to understand that God might ask for that back, isn't that kind of crazy to think about? Yeah. So, yeah, I think you guys are spot on. Basically, he got all this fame and success and riches, and then it filled him with pride. And then pride led to his fall, right? Pride comes before the fall. We all know this. And that fall, ultimately, what was the big fall? He distanced himself from God. And he loses his heart, the heart after God's own heart that he maybe once had. He loses it. Um, And all of his fame and pride and um, all the things that followed that. So, yeah, the truth is, God is enough. Solomon had it all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you think of all the people who... Uh, all the celebrities you see on TV or all the, you know what I mean, like influencers, and you're like, they've got it. If I could just have what they have, money, fame, success, I would be set. The perfect life. But at the end of the day, like, you can search the world, but only God satisfies. And God is enough. Cool. Any other takeaways from the story of Solomon? What was the biggest takeaway for you guys? One 
takeaway was that one decision is not good enough. What does that mean, one decision is not good enough? Like, you can, like Sol Solomon, he made one good decision with following God, but in the end, he ended up di distancing himself, mm. where that one good decision just end up, may have led to another good decision, but in the end, it ended up turning to a bad decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Favorite part of the story, Gracie? Um, definitely when um, Doug was talking about how half of a heart leads to a broken kingdom, I think that was very um, impacting. I agree. All right. Well, before we close this episode, who, which one of you guys, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> who of you went on the winter retreat last weekend? Yes? You I did. did. You did? Yeah, you did? I did. I want to hear stories. Tell our listeners Ooh. your favorite parts. Oh, gosh. Now we got to think. Ooh. Funny stories, takeaways from the talks. Oh, my goodness. I got one. So we were in our cabin room, and my friend, who is not here tonight, um, was dancing, having a grand old time, and her phone was in her sweatshirt mm. pocket, and she was dancing around, and her phone slid out of her pocket and fell on the ground, but her foot stepped right over the phone, and she just tripped right over it, and so she hit her butt and head right on the ground, slipping on her phone. <laughs> Classic. Um, one takeaway I got from the talk, uh, I think it was Saturday, um, was God calls us to be the shepherd to the sheep um, to help other people who are not followers come to him, just like God is the shepherd to us. My favorite part was when I ziplined for the first time, and I got... I was so scared at first, but then I got pushed off, so I was able to do it. <laughs> Who pushed you? <laughs> Who hurt you, Jesse? <laughs> um. <laughs> names. We want names. I don't. I don't. Uh, are you guys still friends? Yes. <laughs> All right, then that's good. We'll leave it there. I learned to bring more Febreze next time because. Being in a cabin oh. of like 30 <laughs> high school and middle school boys is literal death. Um, and it was really funny because we came back one night and I think it was the first night and it just smelled so rancid. And so I was like, open up the windows. Like they are open. And we're like, oh, and they're like, somebody spray Febreze. And me being me, I brought like a Febreze plug-in and like it was plugged in. I'm like, it is plugged in and it's on full volume or full blast. And it was still so bad so bring more for breeze next year <laughs> and take more showers <laughs> all right well this concludes our episode of the homegrown remix podcast we are so grateful for our listeners and for these four tremendous students we will see you next week Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org and contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. 
Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.